name is Kit. My name's Madison. And I'm Steve. And this is Streaming Things, doing what we do best, talking about what we don't do much very well, so that's why this is the best. <laughs> talking about TV yeah. and it's a low bar. It's a low bar for us, honestly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, this time, this series, as you well know, we've been delving greedily and deep into the first <laughs> season of Lost. And we're wrapping that up very, very soon. We're almost mm-hmm. to the end of the first season. This Madison is, and I have never seen the show before. This is the last week, guys. It's the last week. <gasps> it's today's episode and Friday. That's correct. We're doing episodes 23 and 24, Exodus part one and two as one episode. And then part three, the finale finale, will be at the end of the week. That's its own episode. And we'll have a lot of retrospective on the whole season and stuff as well. Uh, see where we're at so far in the show as far as what mysteries have been revealed and what is what has been solved. Um, it's going to be a fun time. It's going to be a fun time. I'm excited, especially for Madison. Not only are you back from wherever the hell you go. She's yeah, back. We may never know. But there, I would have paid a decent amount. of. I'm poor, but a decent amount of money. <laughs> I literally I know what you're going to say to be watching the show with Madison. When the pirate ship was revealed. (laughs) I went berserk. I freaked out. I think I watched it late last night and my mouth dropped. And I just was like, in my head, I thought Steve and Chris are going to say something. They just, I know they're going to say something. I I noted it was my first thought. I've been waiting like so long for the black rock reveal. Like every time I'm like, what's the black rock? And I would like kind of look at Madison like. "Mm." (laughs) The interesting thing about this show our podcast is that Steve has seen the show a few mm-hmm. times and now we've finally gotten to a place where I am starting to be resentful. <laughs> what I mean by that is I had a quirk, a personality defect. I have many still, but as a kid, I had one where if my friends like did something without me mm-hmm. or knew something that I didn't know, it made me deeply upset. Uh, and now I'm getting to a point where I'm like, things are revealed in the show I'm remembering things I said two months ago (laughs) and getting angry at how I was probably laughed at. You know what I mean? Because I feel left out now. Don't feel dumb. Don't feel silly. I mean, that happens every time we review Stranger Things, too, because people (laughs) only like binge that show quicker than we review it. So it's a lot of like, what do you think this is? And we're so wrong. And that's that's part (laughs) of them. We're so right. But it's also I think it just plays into how they wrote the characters then and how we're interpreting it now. So it's like, maybe our thoughts may, might've been better, you know, you never know. Yeah. Or there's been a lot of times too, though, where it still happens where I feel like, Oh, they were smiling at me, the bastards. But like I was, (laughs) I, or we were right at the same time. Mm -hmm. Like there's been multiple complaints I've made about the show where I should have had more faith in the writers, uh, where Steve was probably chuckling a bit. I don't remember specifically, but there's a couple of those that <laughs> happened in this episode. <laughs> you fool. But there was one where I was like, Locke is intelligent enough to where this whole hatch plan is dumb. They should be digging around it to see where it goes, to see where the other entrance is more than banging at this like a, a chimpanzee, you know. And then like two episodes later, they're like digging it out and trying to see where it goes. And um, there's something big that happens in this episode that I had said months ago as a oh, no, it it was just a couple weeks ago. Uh, And this is where I had this whole thought is when they they get on the boat and they leave uh, Michael and the gang. They look back at the island and they go, uh, (laughs) this island is so big. How is it that nobody's ever found it? And that was like one of my biggest criticisms last week. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I'm like, oh, yeah, I gotta trust these writers. They're 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 faster than me. 
Yeah. We, we did get an email uh, this week from somebody who was just in all, I don't even know what the point of the email was because you could tell it was someone exasperated. Like, how does no one find this goddamn island? <laughs> how big is this? <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's pretty fucking big. <laughs> yeah. By the way, I've said it before, but I don't read any lost emails out of fear. You uh, shouldn't because there are people fair. who just send emails like, hey, <laughs> giant big ass spoiler three. In, the, in the headline. <laughs> yeah, some of them are in the, the subject line. So fuck you for that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I don't even read them at all. Like, yeah, I, I shouldn't. Not even the not even the subject line. <laughs> One of them said Steve. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I appreciate you. That's yeah. it, nice. that extra yeah, if nice. you are sending us emails related to loss and it contains spoilers for um, upcoming seasons even still send them directly to steve in the headline for steve eyes only because mm-hmm. i really don't want anything to be spoiled for either madison or or kit steve's eyes only Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> what if i <laughs> what if i click it like i don't care to be spoiled and it's just butt cheeks so i'll be so offended i'll be so mad i'm like ah oh, they caught on it's drunk. actually me guys abort <laughs> testing you steve's eyes only <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, and it's, it's like, like a feed of you. Like I caught you, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, interesting. <laughs> now I'm gonna have to peek at Steve's eyes only emails. <laughs> so this is what we're doing. We're wrapping it all up. Things are coming to a head. I think there's some big, big stuff. What we're gonna do? Big. We're gonna talk about big. overall thoughts on thoughts. episodes 23 and 24 as a whole, mm-hmm. and then we'll do the four segments we always do: the passenger princess, the Mile High Club moments, the 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 beach please, the lost and found. Only like for both episodes. So it'll be our top three favorite moments from 23 and 24, which will be difficult, make it much less likely of a we all everybody. Yeah. Uh, we're going to, especially even like a passenger princess for the two episodes. That'll be tough. Mm-hmm. But I think I can do it. I think I can do it. I'm prepped. I, I'm I'm proud of you guys. I think you can all do it. I think I, you can do it. I watched all three episodes last night. Yeah? I did. You're so I want to say as a whole. I waited until midnight. To, to watch start? all three? To watch... Uh, 22, 23 and 24. And then I watched 25 this morning, oh. but it was, it was, I'm not going to lie. It's all going to blend together to me. You slept from like two to eight, something like that. Two to like seven 30. Hmm. Yeah. I slept from four to nine. So we're about in the same boat. Mm. Yeah. Nice. You guys look great. You look like you've oh. got plenty of rest. Thank that's, you. That's my secret kit. I'm always sleeping. I made a, sa- <laughs> I made a sacrifice to my, my demon this morning, which is why I look good. That's why. <laughs> Well, thank praise be to Paimon. Paimon. Pra- yeah, praise be. praise be. Gilman, my demon is Gilman. <laughs> your demon is Gilman. <laughs> Let's do this, guys. Mm. What are your overall thoughts on Exodus Part One and Two, Madison? Lay it's, it on us. It's been a crazy ride. I I've enjoyed I've enjoyed the last three. I think you know there's a lot of momentum with these, but there's been, just been a lot of things that have happened. And I'm not going to lie, probably the two biggest highlights were when 23 opened with the fucking Power Rangers. I was just, you know, that meme of Leonardo DiCaprio in the, oh, 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 that I was, that was me uh, when I saw the Power Ranger uh, show come on. And then there's a fucking pirate ship in it. And I just, ah, yes. Um, And then, you know, we have like the three main storylines of like people breaking up. You have the beach crew the uh the jungle crew and then the boat crew and like i've been enjoying like seeing everybody and i feel like the pacing has been really uh good as far as like keeping everybody entertained with the different groups um and it's just it's just been really fun and i feel like these last three episodes have been well i guess for these two episodes it's been very 
I keep wanting more, which is exactly what these episodes are supposed to be doing. So overall thoughts. Great. Great time. <laughs> two thumbs up. Two mm-hmm. thumbs Who's up. got two thumbs and likes these episodes? This, this guy. This, this gal. <laughs> Steve, what about you, buddy? Uh, same as Madison. You know, these these episodes, especially the first one, have a very different energy to them because a lot of the episodes start and it's just kind of like, okay, whose story is it this week? We're going to mm-hmm. follow them a little bit. Whatever. This week, uh, the, the, especially the first episode, but all, all of them really have this energy of like, okay, we got to go. They're, like things are serious. There's black smoke. People are coming to get us. We got to figure this out. We got to get that boat in the water, guys. There's an urgency to this episode that I really appreciate. It makes um, a lot of the scenes much more suspenseful. There's a lot of tension. You can feel it. And then also, you know, maybe the the flashbacks that are featured in, in this episode and the, and the subsequent two, um, maybe they're not as dramatically relevant or there's no real storyline to them. Some of them, they're just giving you small little glimpses into who these people before their lives were flipped, turned upside down. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'd like to take a second, just sit right there. And <laughs> yeah, <laughs> now we got to Bel Air. <laughs> Is the island Bel Air? <gasps> oh shit! Where's Uncle Phil? I really appreciated that little window into who everybody was because I, I don't know. Like, even though like what was happening in the past had no real dramatic relevance to what was happening in the present, it was still nice to kind of. It, it felt like this is a series culmination. We're ending the season. Let's remind you where we were at, uh, compared to where we are right now. Because a lot of these characters have gone through major transformations in just a single season of television. And it's quite impressive. I mean, literally some of my favorite moments of this episode and the next are um, uh, uh, Michael and Jin just being total bros. But in the beginning of the season, they were like cats and dogs. They were fighting every other episode, it seemed. Mm-hmm. But now they can understand each other despite a language barrier, which is like incredible to see where those characters have gone in just a single season. Same with so many of them. Uh, and so that's why I think this, the, these two episodes, 23 and 24 are really good. Kit. I, I, I had a blast watching these episodes. They're not all of the same quality. Um, and we'll talk about the finale at the end of the week, but I, I my recollection is that that might be my least favorite of the three. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I really enjoyed specifically 23. I was like, let's go. Because mm-hmm. like you guys said, the pace picks up so quickly. We get to kind of dip the flashbacks, kind of dip into all these different characters quickly and just give me more context. Um, and I, I've started to reflect on who these people were before they got to the island a lot more, which should have been the intention of the earlier flashbacks, but it really wasn't, um, at least for, for me. And I started to kind of put it all together. Uh, in my head and and I don't know I've just got, I feel like I've got some deep relationships with some of these people now I'm excited for the future of this show um I mean the show's over but for me like the future of the watching the next <laughs> five seasons five I've seen it's new uh, to me I was talking to somebody uh loosely about it you know I demanded that they not tell me spoilers but they were like really excited me for get to see for me to get to season two and they was like that's when it gets fucking bonkers and I was like you know my buddy uh who I trust very much I had mentioned that that's perhaps his least favorite season uh, talking about you, Steve and me. He seemed a little perplexed by that. Um, hmm. Oh, either way, I'm excited. When it comes to things that are bonkers happening, he's not wrong. <laughs> yeah. And two of my favorite characters are introduced in season two. There are just also like eight other characters that are introduced in season two. Uh. <laughs> I also do want to say, I remembered another thing that made me, chuckle thinking about 
people knowing things that I don't was how much Steve was excited about the character of Arch being introduced. Oh, <laughs> oh he comes back. And like, I'm starting to remember all these conversations we had in a different light now. Uh, he like, comes oh, it, back? Was, it was so good to see Arts. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh was, yeah. Was he presented earlier in the show? Arts? Yeah. yeah, he was on the... He no, was, just he was literally the episode, on 22. The one where you were yeah, gone. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I watched 20, 21 and 22. He's or, the guy that shows up and he's like, we have to, the, it's monsoon season. Yeah, we got to get yeah. this boat. That's so the that first was, time you see him. Okay, yeah. okay. But that's, the fact that's that what I thought. when we reviewed that show, when you, when you were not here, Steve was like, I was like, oh, he's a recurring character. They don't just one off him with the monsoon thing. And he's like, oh, no, he comes back. You know, <laughs> <laughs> now I get why he was so yeah. like, <laughs> Better to burn out than to fade away. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's right. Oh He's God. the Kurt Cobain of the Lost Crew. <laughs> so, because he's that's literally I, a quote of Kurt Cobain's. I get it. I, get it. <laughs> I could see how that could be offensive, though, as well. <laughs> Anyhoozle. He also uh, dated Courtney Love. <laughs> that's right. Ooh. That's right. So, I, um, yeah, I had a great time. I can't wait to talk about all this stuff. We better get going. There's a lot to talk about. Mm -hmm. uh, it starts out in the past, as Madison mentioned, Walt watching Power Rangers. And Mighty yeah. Morphin, baby, let's go. Is that your favorite uh, uh, Power Rangers iteration, Madison? What? The, what, he was, what he was watching was that your favorite? No, because you my, have a favorite. Your Turbo I do is have your a favorite. Turbo is my favorite. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But I think that's SPD. <laughs> Kit. I'm a Mighty don't Morpher be, myself. Don't be giving me the side eye. Mighty Morpher. <laughs> Tommy, Kimberly, come on. Turbo all the way. Hmm. Name the others. The blue one? <laughs> What's his name? Paul? Billy. With the glasses? Billy. Billy. Paul. <laughs> Mastodon! Oh, I want to go watch it right now. Uh, but it's yeah, Walt's watching the Power Rangers really, really loudly at like the airport hotel. Brian and, lets me watch it at whatever volume I want. <laughs> Brian. Brian. And Michael's like, what are you doing? But it's five in the morning. Turn that down. So he turns it up. He's being petty, right? He's being a stinky. You're not my dad. That whole thing begins. <laughs> Back in the present, Walt is waking up with Michael again, but they have a completely different relationship. This time, Sans Power Rangers. Uh, and he's going off to take a leak. It would have been great if they look at the boat and they're like, guys, it's morphin' time. <laughs> yeah, bring it back. <laughs> he sees Rousseau uh, creeping up and he's like, pregnant lady, fall down. Runs around waking everybody up. Everybody's like, I think it's Sawyer that says, it's got to be the French chick. <laughs> she got French written all over. All over. Oh, yeah. You see I that feel about hair? fries. Well, at first, you see, that, wall you, <laughs> you see that armpit hair? Definitely the French chick. <laughs> uh, Walt sees her and then she just like slowly, ominously walks into the, the camp and he's just like watching her, not like saying anything at first. I'm like, is he just going to like let her shoot somebody? <laughs> like and he's first. only like 12 feet from her too. Yeah, and, and he's I'm, not hiding no. well. Well, I remember there's a scene where he was like moving relatively quickly and I'm like, she can fucking hear him for sure. Yeah. Can his, hear him. His yeah. jorts are swishing and stuff. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I can hear your denim. <laughs> but yeah, Danielle says something pretty ominous. She goes, the others are coming. She does. <gasps> Guys, this is, the this is, others. This is pre Game of Thrones. This is not pre the books, but if you guys don't know, the others are not mentioned in the show. I don't think ever, but that's the real name of. The White Walkers. The White Walkers. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, so that's, every so, time I hear that, that's what I think. The White Walkers are coming. Th be, okay. <laughs> Makes sense now. Uh, she stares longingly at the baby, uh, or at least kind of very concentratedly. And then we get lost. She right. tells her story to the whole crew. 
Like everybody's just standing around like story time. And she's like, gather around, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Our ship was wrecked and whatever. Uh, Jack shows up late. I was uh, seven months pregnant. The doctor finally showed up good. We <laughs> <laughs> saw him, how you say, black smoke, five uh, kilometers, because I'm not a monster and I don't use miles. Inland. That's right. That night they came and took the baby. <laughs> they took the baby. Or you got a little German there. Oink, oink, wee, wee. <laughs> took the baby. Did we know she was pregnant? I can't remember that. Yes. Well, she told Saeed some of that. I don't know if we knew she was technically pregnant. I don't know that we knew she delivered the baby. We knew she had a baby baby. on the island that was taken away from her, Uh a baby named Alex. I can't remember if she told said that she was pregnant at the time. She tells them they have three choices. Run, hide, or die. Sorry, my rhythm was off for you, buddy. (laughs) That's okay. (laughs) Mary. Fuck. Fuck. Kill. Lock. I'll take the mods. <laughs> uh, Jack and Locke discuss what that they what they should do, and and Jack's more like, ah, she's fucking crazy. Ignore her. And Locke's like, I think she probably has some interesting things we should be worried about. Um, and Jack's like, Nah, I don't think so. I think it's pretty likely that she just wandered around and says nonsense. Listen, Locke, are you a French fries guy or a Freedom fries guy? All right, this is two thousand five. Pick a side. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Uh, Michael says that everybody needs to help with the raft in order to get it launched on time. So there were even all the new extras and background actors that have been introduced in the last couple episodes. Everybody's got to help. Yeah. Um, I would like to someone else to do this. I'll be honest. But I wonder what it would count. What the number would be if you was there 47 people that survived the crash? I think they're down to 40 now. Right. But, but yeah, initially. But initially. I think it was more like 44. If somebody counted. So there was Joanna, Boone, and then the dude that got stabbed when they held the baby hostage. And what about Steve or Scott or whatever? I think that was Scott or Steve. Oh, okay. That got killed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're right. You're right. I think. Uh, It's Scott that got killed, I think. Um, Because Steve's is who um, Joanne's banging, or or, or not Joanne, but. uh, The other other woman. yeah. 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 But if you counted every named actor and every background face, would you get more than 47? I think so. I Maybe. probably I know on Lostopedia I did come across like some thing where it had like people's photos and it looked like it was like grainy photos of an extra. Clearly, that was the only screen grab that someone could find of this. And they're like passenger 56 or whatever number. And I, it, I'm sure someone tried to do that. But I'm, I'm, well, I, I doubt it. that they kept the same extras. No, not at e- all. Every time. No, no, no. Not at all. There's That's no what I'm way. saying. I mean, it's not a big thing, but I, I was laughing, especially in like the finishing the boat scene and then like a little bit later on there's just so many people yeah and i have the uh after arts i have this whole new fear <laughs> like i have ptsd now like you motherfuckers are just gonna like have an important character pop up and say that they've been here the whole time hello and one of my favorite moments in the entire season is where they have arts blatantly call attention to this and it's <laughs> kind of meta and fucking awesome yeah uh, but we'll get to that in a little bit so but yeah, they're discussing what to do. Jack and Locke have a are diametrically opposed, as always. Uh, and then we get to them lifting up and launching the boat. Something breaks. Fucking Michael blames Sawyer. It wasn't me. He's always it an angry me. guy. Uh, I, I'm starting to feel bad for Sawyer and like being the the bitch on the boat. <laughs> the role <laughs> that he has there is like, ah, useless guy. He's just always blamed for everything. Yeah. Uh, and then they they do see the black pillar of smoke that was <gasps> foretold by Rousseau. <laughs> How ominous. I love the way they use this uh, pillar of black smoke yeah. coming off in the distance because it's 
the way they use it is so it's omnipresent. It's always there. Everyone's looking at it like th- mm-hmm. there's so much dread. Oh, no, bad stuff's coming, you which means see. that that night they're going to come. Right. That's the that's what the I thought it was, it was. It was a like a couple days. It was a couple, it's a couple days. After. I think it's three days. Oh. Right. I th- I, that, days? Well, that's what she said when it happened to her initially was three days. Yeah. Yeah. Like interesting. Upon seeing the black smoke, you have three days. I like how they warn you, though. Yeah. Guys, right. we're coming. Not a very strong tactic. It's what we do. We set is. this tire on fire. We give you 72 hours mm-hmm. and we fuck shit up. Yep. Which is kind of like why I was very intrigued by this. I was like, why are they giving them a head start of sorts? Like they could have, they could not tell them. Like it just doesn't seem. Like- what if it's just a bunch of wealthy people that fly to the island and it, <laughs> it, they do like a most dangerous game kind of thing. Oh, okay. And the black smoke is like the starting gun. Mm. So kind of like and it's actually led by Werner Herzog. I would like to see the baby. <laughs> what we have to do is light the fire. It will allow the players on the stage to know that they are merely a part of our own amusements. <laughs> and I will eat the candy before we go and get the baby. <laughs> mm-hmm. but- Capitalism is a stain. <laughs> on the- <laughs> <laughs> but Kit, I was curious. Um. Because, I mean, Danielle's character has been very, I don't want to say hit or miss, but it's like, do we trust this character? And so I was feeling a little hesitant to trust her. Uh, I mean, we later find out that, yes, her her intentions weren't necessarily mm-hmm. great in best regards to the group. But I was curious, did you feel that, you know, maybe she wasn't saying? I don't ever feel like she's lying. Okay. I am. I lean towards Jack's assessment of. She's a little cray. Mm-hmm. And so you can't trust her in that regard. I don't think her initial plan is to kidnap Aaron. Mm. I think it kind of just kind of that's why they had her like looking at it like that. Oh. And then that, I think that plan formulates sometime after she warns them. Gotcha. Uh, I do think she initially arrived to warn to them. To warn them. Okay. Because uh, she's lonely, you know? Sure. Because we also watched Interstellar, which we're going to talk about this week as well. And there's a character in Interstellar that reminds me of Rousseau. Mm. Uh, do you know what I'm talking about? Matthew McConaughey, yeah. <laughs> no. All right, all right, all right. Not at all. Um, yeah, I know you're all talking right, about. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> but she says, <laughs> she says, where will you hide? Come to get your baby. <laughs> <laughs> I think your baby's pretty cool. Um, there's this whole scene where she's like, I'm, I'm by myself. I'm going to be fine. I don't know where you're going to hide 45 people. All right. And uh, Jack's like, don't worry about me. I get shit done. Yeah, he makes eyes with Locke and they're like, oh. Oh, hatch, baby. I know where we can hide them. The hatch that we don't know what's in there and we can't open. It's the worst fucking idea of all time. Also, what are we going to do when we get in there? Are they not going to look? The right, ha- I mean, the- can we talk about how the hatch is a terrible idea? I agree because in my head, it's like, okay, you're going to, you're going to shift 30 something people, 40 something people into this hatch. You're going to have to bury it to hide it. And then also you don't know what's at the bottom. You don't like, Saeed's the only one with a brain. Right. What if the hatch is theirs and it's literally their house? Yeah. We don't, yeah. you know, <laughs> this is how they get around the island and we don't find I them. understand Locke's motivation is I actually don't give a fuck. I'm obsessed with knowing what's inside. But yeah. Jack, what are, you, what are you thinking here, bud? Like, yeah. you have six guns. Also, like, if they could, them. If they, could, bitch. if they could open <laughs> <laughs> If they could open the hatch, get into it, and then close the hatch, okay. Fine. Even then. But they the, their plan is to blow it up. And then it's like, okay, well, then what are you going to do to stop? I love the idea that there? the hatch was as shallow as it looked. 
and like only six of them are in there. <laughs> and then the others show up and they open it and they're like, what are you doing? <laughs> what the fuck are Why you doing? I'm going back to the case. Why are you in our fridge? <laughs> what? It, again, too. This is where like, we poop. <laughs> <laughs> they open it and you're just like, stinky. Yeah. Ew. Mm. It's a sewer. But no, like, I mean, Russo has, you know, gone to the Black Rock and she knows that there's explosives there mm-hmm. and stuff like that. It's like, who's to say that, you know, they don't have explosives similar that are, you know, better well maintained or whatever. You put a bunch of people in a metal container with one way in and one way out and they just pff, drop some explosive shit in there and kill them all. Boom. Bang, bang, boom. Mm-hmm. There's a lot going on. Yeah. Anyway. <sighs> Hurley and the company are at the hatch as uh, Stephen Madison alluded. That that's the big look between the characters. That's the plan is that they're going to hide in the hatch. Rousseau's there. She's never seen it. She, oh, what is this? And Locke's like, I know, right? Isn't it cool? <laughs> he loves that shit. Uh, so they, I put, they want to hide in it. I'm like, I hated that. Uh, and so she talks about how the dynamite that she used is at the Black Rock because she blew up her her old dwelling. Um, she keeps talking about yeah. the Black Rock, so she's going to take them there. Back in the past, Back Jack is time. drinking at the airport with Michelle Rodriguez. <laughs> <laughs> Love of my life. I was so excited when this came on screen. I, I, the first thing I wrote down was Kit's going to lose his goddamn mind. I just don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand. I have such a big actress. I don't understand, but she's on the flight. She makes a point to mention she's in the back of the plane. That's not good. (laughs) Oh my God. I bet I know what's going to happen. She survived, but separately because the back was blown off and she's just going to wander up like Jack. Oh, I owe you a drink. (laughs) (laughs) C23. 42 F. Yeah. I I was in Fast and Furious. I still am. Believe it or not. That's how she survived. She's actually ready. (laughs) Are those numbers from uh, Hurley's numbers? Madison. Oh, I'm so proud of you. Twenty-three and forty-two. Yeah. I actually don't know where those are listed. I should have them listed. I wonder somewhere. who else. Who's seat eight? Who is seat sixteen? Wait, give me the numbers again. We have to know. The uh, full list is four, eight, eight, sixteen, twenty-three, forty-two. There's more than that. I think there's one more that I'm missing. Sixty-nine. Are these couples? Four, eight, Wait, fifteen, stop. sixteen, twenty-three, forty-two. <laughs> Say it again. I'm so sorry. Four, uh, eight, four, <laughs> fifteen, sixteen. Okay. Twenty-three, forty-two. Boom. He's got it. He's got it. Ah! There's seat numbers. Ah. Who are the other seats? Well, we know Jack was what? 23. We know that. We know, yeah. we and know Jack and Michelle it, Rodriguez. And Lucia is 42. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So what was Locke? 24. Well, Locke was like right across the aisle from uh, Jack. What are the first two? Four and eight. So those uh, motherfuckers are first class. Yeah. That's Boone and Shannon. That's Boone and Shannon. <laughs> yeah. Well, 15 and 16 were sitting right next to each other. It might be that's Hurley. Both of Hurley's seats. <laughs> I love that noise you just made. That's my realization noise. <laughs> anyway, we, we find out in this scene, like she's flirting with Jack, but you find out he's not married anymore. That's we, something I wanted to ask you guys because I we don't we never, know why he's divorced. No, no, no. We never expanded on that. Or did he ever get married? Uh he said not anymore. And we were at the wedding. Oh. The wedding was complete, yeah. right? Oh, we saw that we, we, we weren't there. Yeah, we were at the right. wedding. Guys. We were there. He it was made, a great time. Right, he made. Right. He said his vows. He you're did. Right. He made them up on the spot. Uh, she heard him way. like berating the check-in counter girl. And she's like, that turns me on when people are mean to customer service reps. 
And <laughs> I'm also turned on by dead dads. Yeah. I love the, the banter there. So it's, help me if I end up on dead dad Island, no one's going to be able to stop me. <laughs> she gets a phone call. She leaves him, but she's like, Hey, look me up on the plane. Cause that's totally a thing. You can like switch seats and fuck and stuff. And hey, then the, the worst part's over. Just want you to know. I, totally not true. <laughs> it's about to get so much worse. Also, Literally. also just, this is unimportant, but a tequila and tonic. Who gets that? That is a that that's is a, a thing. I, it's a I, that sounds so gross to me. It is a thing, unfortunately. Uh, oof. It's a special drink. I don't know what it's called though. That's a I'm flying. I'm scared to fly, and I need something fast. That's they didn't have. Do people a good mixer never vomit on planes? You think? Well, that's why they have barf bags on planes. I think people do. People, uh, I've never been on a flight where someone's thrown up. So I got sober at 23 years old. I had a severe drinking and drug use problem before that. You guys all know this, but mm -hmm. I had never been on a plane. So I was never like the type, obviously. So mm -hmm. I, I was sober by the time I rode a plane. So I've never like knocked a few back at the airport and then gotten on the plane. Right. So I'm like, but in my head, I'm like. There's like gravity things. You feel a little woozy when the plane's taken off. If I had, and if anybody drinks like I do, and surely to God, alcoholics fly sometimes, you drink a little too many. Oh, people vomit on planes all the yeah, time. Yeah, like, but yeah. I've never seen it. I've been on a lot of planes now. I think most people who vomit on planes are like professionals at it. Ah, uh, I think they're, that's yeah. why they go to the bathroom like so many times. Like, they're people that just frequent motion sickness. Like, yeah. People that can't even drive in the backseat of a car are, yeah. the, are the people that throw I can't on look planes. at my phone. In a car. In a car? Yeah, really? Or read, yeah. Wow. Yeah. You should be driving. It makes me sick. I, I'm a driver. <laughs> <laughs> shouldn't be reading I actually driving. prefer to drive because I don't, like, people driving me makes me a little sick. But, mm. yeah. Any hoozle. Just thought about that. Like, if you were knocking back a bunch of tequila, might not be. A, it, I, that sounds like a terrible flight to me. Yeah, I wouldn't want to like be drunk on a flight. After two hours on a 13-hour flight, you're now, like, I have feeling a little been, weird. I have been drunk on a flight unintentionally. I was, I was driving, <laughs> driving, hello. I was flying to London and they were like, you want some wine with your dinner? And I'm yes, like, I do. fuck yeah. And got a little drunky drunk. Oops. Whoopsies. Didn't mean to do that. What's the A39B, what's up? When, <laughs> excuse me, excuse me. When's the plane taking off? <laughs> oh, it's already it. been in the air? That's, oh, that's lovely. That's so weird. I should tip you. Um. <laughs> do you fuck with Dua Lipa? <laughs> Fuck off. Man, how old are you? <laughs> you ever twerk on a plane? Watch this. <laughs> Ma'am, sit down. <laughs> what do you mean sit down? Open up the pit. I am sitting. Yeah. Fitting to be in the fuselage. <laughs> okay, open up the pit. <laughs> Steve would be great drunk on a plane. I've experienced that. He's great to be drunk in situations where you're not supposed to be drunk. <laughs> like movie theaters? Yeah, like movie theaters. Uh. Candyman. 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 <laughs> Watching funny. the lamb trailer. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's one of my proudest moments. Oh it's having a great time. I want to experience that. Uh, but back in the present, uh, <clears throat> after we meet Anna Lucia uh, and get very excited for season two, back in the present, Jack tells the group that they've got a plan, right? Don't worry. Go hide in the caves. Uh, we're going to go to a pirate ship and get some dynamite. It's all going to no, be fine. No big deal. <laughs> no one is like opposed to this. Art's character we met just like last episode is like, your plan sucks. Uh, how do you know the plan? And then he's Hurley essentially tells everybody yeah. everything. He's gossipy. He's uh, gossipy. And then he wants to help with the dynamite, even though he's like a high school history teacher. Hey, he's a doctor. He's a dynamite he's expert. The D in doctor stands for dynamite. What was he a science teacher? 
I think so. Yeah. 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 Oh, I think it was a smart ass comment from a Sawyer though. Where it was like, he's usually like a history teacher, you know, uh, maybe that's where I got that. I could have made that up. Um, I think he's, he alludes, he like downplays the guy's job for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but he's smart. He knows all about dynamite. He wants to come help. Jack's he, like, sure. Is I mean, he smart? He's correct in everything that he says. He just. Is he? <laughs> he is. Wait till beach, please. <laughs> oh, I mean, I'm, in the show's universe. In we till beach, please. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. So Michael, uh, <laughs> we cut to Michael who doesn't want Sawyer to help. He shits on him yet again. Just fuck off, dude. We got this. It's faster if you don't. Also, you suck. Uh, you're ugly. Nobody likes you. Your glasses look funny. Like it's like, dude, pump the brakes. Chill out, man. Uh, back in the past, back Sawyer is at the police station in Australia. He broke the detective's mug. He was in a bar fight. We find out that he headbutted the this, minister of agriculture. I meant to look this up, but this was the same um, detective that Boone was talking to. I believe so. In mm. Boone's episode, when he was trying to be like, this guy's beating up my sister. Will you help? And he's like, no, nah, mate, I don't do that. Mm -mm. But I will arrest this bloke. Who fought the minister of <laughs> fishing and agriculture? Yeah. One of our most war trust Australian accents. Everybody loves Nar. war trust. One Nar of our most kind. honored men. Yeah, our trusted public servants. He's just an innocent man. We're <laughs> just normal men. Normal men. Normal men. Uh, and then uh, oh. he calls him James again. So we get that reminder that his real name is James. His last name Ford. 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 James, James Ford. James Ford. Ford. You run around this country like a jailhouse turkey. <laughs> <laughs> gobble, gobble. <laughs> Fuck off. I don't know why I go New Zealander on him, but it's more Every fun. time. Yeah. Peace off, ghost. Peace off. Um, and then, yeah, he's got a really long record. He's a p real piece of shit and he's deported. And then he's real petty. I don't like Australia anyway. And then it's like, okay, just leave. Yeah. At that point. What are you guys doing? Because I murdered a guy. No, and I don't want to come back. back. In Australia yeah. ever again. <laughs> Definitely not. Wasn't going to come back, back here. to America and be like, diplomatic community. <laughs> <laughs> back in the present, uh, Sawyer is angrily chopping bamboo with his shirt off. Oh, a nice sheen of sweat. Were you this digging that? A, uh, yeah. Yeah, you're just, you caught me. You're no better than a man. I'm not. Bonk. I'm really not. <laughs> He's really lubed up chopping that bamboo. He was sweaty. He was. He'd be, yeah. Uh, and then Jack's like, lumberjack. <laughs> and then Sawyer should have turned and went, Dr. Jack? What, like it was a word game? Maybe I think he was asking a question. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Jack? That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> oh, gosh. And then... <laughs> Jack gives Sawyer a gun and he's like, all right, well, good luck, Sawyer. Like, hey, in case you need to shoot somebody on the boat that only has Michael, Jen and the kid. And, <laughs> and Sawyer's, like, I love how Sawyer Sawyer's like, fair enough. Yeah. I love how Sawyer immediately is like, you, you talk about if I have to put the kid out of his misery. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've seen the mist. <laughs> Jack's like, sure. Sure. Do whatever you're going to do with that. I don't care anymore. Uh, so it's pretty much goodbye, right? Yep. See you. And then uh, at that moment, Sawyer decides to finally tell him about how he met his dad um, in what I think is one of the best moments in the show's history so far. Incredible, because I think that this message could not possibly mean more than the fact that it's coming from Saw. It's being delivered mm -hmm. to him by Sawyer, yeah. who's still a person who's never shown Jack any kindness. And so it just has this extra oomph uh, for me in that moment. And I... I was devastated by this. I love this scene. Mm -hmm. I did tear up. I teared up a little bit. <laughs> a, little a little bit. A little bit. I cried. I openly I wet, saw Jack's wet. lip quiver and I was like, 
That's so sweet. And he's turning around like, don't, 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 make, don't, me. don't watch me cry. Don't look at me. Don't look at me cry. Don't look I'm at me. I'm a man's man. I don't cry. Yeah. Yeah. It, it just, it's so nice to see Small these two world, characters huh? that are, have been having so much conflict. They, they still respect each other. And even though Sawyer's like a little bit of a son of a bitch, but in a fun way, mm-hmm. um, he's, he still has a heart of gold and just, this might be the last time they see each other. So he's like, I've been holding on to the secret. And I feel like this guy probably wants to know this because mm-hmm. Sawyer, I have Sawyer the power to wish- take pain away from this man. Yeah. Give him closure. Mm-hmm. And, and that's something that's my last Sawyer, chance to do it. Sawyer is trying to find himself with his own father. Yeah. The issue that's been going on there. Yeah. It's a good. Uh, Beautiful. Great scene. Great scene. Good scene. Back in the past. Back in time. Marshall. Uh, the Marshall is explaining why he needs five guns. I or- forgot. Dude, I forgot how much I fucking hate the Marshall. He's Marshall such a dick. Sucks. This, this character. like It's the, very accurate. Every time this guy shows up on the screen, they're like, hey, uh, actor, can you just be at an 11 constantly and just be a caricature? Also, he never does explain why he needs five guns. No, he does. Because <laughs> she's like pushes him and he's like. Makes sense now. Yeah. And the guy should have been like, That's why no, no. Gun. One no. gun would still protect you from that. Yeah. <laughs> it seems like you got it under control without even a gun. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. That's but, just the writer's like, eh, we yeah. got to justify this. Yeah. He's also got her tiny airplane in there. I like to fuck with, her, with this sometimes. You want your plane? You want your plane? <laughs> <laughs> like, that's not okay. Like, oh, oh, yeah. oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Gotta be quicker than that. That commercial with the dollar. <laughs> oh you can't have this. Uh, anyway, that's what he does with that. And she had been like calling him. They have like a, a whole movie of a history between betwixt one another. Like I like to imagine Kate drunk three in the morning. Marshall, <laughs> I'm going to get my tiny plane. Kate, I'm going to find you. I put your tiny plane in a safety deposit box at this that bank. That was so interesting to me. Why would you do that? I th- Wait, wouldn't it be an evidence? Right, but also like, if if he knows where the safety deposit box is and she, he knows that she's trying to get it, wouldn't she would get caught immediately? Right? No, maybe it's one of those scenarios like, this is the last thing he would expect me to do. It's so obvious that uh, I won't do it. You know, mm-hmm. he's never gonna, the last place he's going to look is right under his nose. Gotcha. That's what I'm saying. There's a Steven Soderbergh film that is just Kate getting the tiny plane that I want to see. Right. But not played by that guy. The Marshall needs to be George Clooney. When it's, it's, it's basically out of sight. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> but it's called Tiny Plane. It's a gender swapped out of sight. And I went, yeah, it's called Tiny Plane. I'm sure. Or Ornament. Or Knickknack. Ooh, it's called Knickknack, bitch. That's Ooh, what you call that that's, movie. See? That's She's solid. in. Knickknack. <laughs> Patty Whack. Get the Knickknack. God get, damn it. I'm in. Get, get Kate a plane. <laughs> Give a dog a bone. Back in the present. Jack is perpetually packing up for this little trip. I swear to God, like, he's been going to get the dynamite for 4,000 minutes. It's even- Jack, you've been talking about moving for three years now. When, you Just admit to yourself, you're not actually doing it. This trip's going to be dynamite. <laughs> Kate comes up. She's like, I want to go. And Jack, again, at this point, I think they've done a poor job of reminding you. Everybody fucking hates Kate because she's a criminal. <gasps> Nobody's really spoken to her since they found out. And she's like, can I come? And she expects to be rebuffed because nobody's been fucking with her. And Jack's like, sure, I would love you to come. There's, I think there's going to be a pirate ship. It's going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> I, need, I need a buffer person between me and Arts. 
<laughs> and it's really, it's kind of a cool moment because she's relieved that like, oh, you're going to hang out with me? Yeah. Uh, Charlie is collecting messages in a bottle from all of the extras and background cast uh, <laughs> to the take cast, on the from boat. The crew. From the crew. Hurley was like, don't look at my message, man. And Charlie just opens it immediately. Which Dude. Is, <laughs> Dude. Dude. Yeah. Uh, who's Hugo? Because that's his real name. Yeah. Uh, they go on a, then they, they, they set out on their dynamite hike. And Rousseau has scratches on her arm that Locke notices. And she's like, oh, it was, a, it was a bird or whatever. And Locke's like, crazy bird, meaning he doesn't believe her. Uh, and then we have this whole ex- exchange with Arts not wanting to tell Hurley his first name because he doesn't like it. Just call me Arts. It's hard to say, man. Well, there's a bunch of high school kids that have no problem saying it. So it's like this whole exchange. Dude, I think Leslie's a bitchin' name. <laughs> is it that is his name? Bi- yeah. Yeah. It is a bitchin' name. Dr. Leslie Arts. Leslie Arts. Because Art, remember, and, and Hurley brings up is Hurley's like, dude, I had the manifest. I know everyone's name, Leslie. Yeah. Oh, he says, I didn't catch that he said it. I heard yeah. the manifest line. Leslie Arst. That's a good name. It is. I, I, if I, if my name was Leslie, oh, I'd be proud. I'd go by Les. Les. Les, be honest. You sure would. <laughs> they have reached the dark territory where it all began. The dark territory. Arts <laughs> wants to leave now uh, at this point. He's like, he yeah. Said, I'm going to fuck right Someone off. Someone got a, lost an eye. I'm out. Yeah. This is where my friend lost, lost his arm. arm. Yeah. <laughs> and, and where her team got infected with the, the sickness whatever. that she talked about, whatever mm-hmm. that is. Gonorrhea. <laughs> Do not fuck on the boat. <laughs> <laughs> Do not oh. fuck in the sun. Also, I'm reminded the hatch is a chlamydia hatch. Just <laughs> don't open it. It claps at you. <laughs> <laughs> no. Sawyer uh, brings the perfect mast cut to length, the bamboo. And everybody's like, you're cool again, buddy. We did need that stick. And he's like, I did good, Dad. Cut to length, baby. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then Michael's like, treat. And fe- hand feeds him a treat. <laughs> baby bird feeds him. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it starts raining on the dynamite crew. How far away are they that there's entirely different weather? I, I guess the dark territory, like it rains. It's, yeah, it's a dark territory. There's just always a dark cloud over it. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, they start to hear hooting and whatnot. Hey, maybe some hollering. <laughs> yeah. Hey, <laughs> there's a party in the background. Snooky comes up. <laughs> hey guys, dark territory. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but there's like a monster chasing Arts. Is it the monster? I think so. Uh, Locke notices that it's headed the other way because he's like really good friends with this monster. He's like, it's all good, guys. Uh, So that's the return of Arts already. And Rousseau says that the monster that they've been seeing throughout this whole season is what she calls a security system for the island. It's there to protect the island. They're like, that's a weird security system. Literally what was going through my mind was, oh, is do they have speakers everywhere? And they're just making like. Oh, like a literal security system. There's someone like. With a microphone, like, and then ripping trees out of the ground. How, Madison? Uh, the explosives. <laughs> the <laughs> there's a, yeah, yeah, there's mines underneath the trees. That's a good, actually. Yeah, like they're all just booby trapped. Yeah. So you're thinking it's like a, I, it's like an the illusion. island is a Wizard of Oz kind of thing. Yeah. Go, oh, guys. They're getting close to the Black Rock. Let's try to scare them. Hold on, hold on. Get away! <laughs> <laughs> You are not welcome here. <laughs> I'll get you, my pretty. Walk your cool. Yeah, it's so beautiful. Where you're going to rock, walk the plank. It's just a guy named Frank. <laughs> He's so beautiful. Oh, Frank's the the guy, the other extra that we invented last week. Is it? Remember, like, cut to Frank being mm. totally dope and hidden on Evangeline Lillian. <laughs> yeah, and, right. and it's working. 
I think we should go back to the waterfall and take a bath. <laughs> Write that scene in. Smash cut. It worked, and they're in. <laughs> they're naked. <laughs> Frank Why is one of my go-to names. Frank and Gary. <laughs> Gary's the name that I think is funny. That's good. Gary. Gary. Maybe it's the SpongeBob thing. Frankie. Pe- pe- people liked Frank last week. Oh, really? We got good positive Frank feedback. We have positive Frank feedback. Cut to it actually was real. They everyone loved it. <laughs> After arts, I had the, we had this whole bit where I was like, our extras just demanding they have lines and stuff now. And then one of them has the hots for Evangeline Lilly, and he's like, "Guys, I got this idea where I end up at the waterfall with Kate, and we're taking another bath. We find another briefcase. What? We, maybe we kiss. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe she needs something from me, and I demand a kiss. You're just Sawyer at this point." No, no, No. it's very different. I have daddy issues. (laughs) So we learned that the monster is a security system, at least according to Crazy Rousseau. We cut back to Walt, who's asking Shannon why she's folding clothes. They're Boone's clothes, I think. Um, She's like, why, kid? I don't even know you. And then he says that she should take Vincent because he's going on the raft Mm. and then he can take care of you. He took care of me when my mom died. Because you lost Boone, your brother. He's definitely not your boyfriend. It was so your brother. Cute. Yeah. Because I'm a kid and I don't understand anything about what's going on and the complexities of your mind. <clears throat> She's like, that's weirdly delivered, but I'll take the dog. <laughs> I, I was honestly shocked at how much this scene moved me. Mm-hmm. Agreed. I never would have thought a scene yeah. with Shannon and Walt would be one of the most like, <laughs> oh, you know why? so sweet. Doggo. 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 Yeah. I agree. It's an easy way to play at your heartstrings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it would be like, what if he was like, this comic book helped me. Get through yeah, you'd be my like, fast Shannon forward. Would be like, <laughs> okay, skip fifteen seconds. Maybe skip the red seconds. Maybe the writers are like, our research shows that people hate Shannon. How do we make her more likable? Let's a, let's literally strap her to a dog. Mm-hmm. Literally, <laughs> a literally. cute dog mm-hmm. fixes everything. Mm-hmm. Back in the past, back in time, we see we lose all goodwill for Shannon. By <laughs> immediately, immediately, the scene undercuts the, the the character moment with Shannon. They're like, "Oh, Shannon, she's she's grieving her brother." Oh, but don't feel bad. She's fucking racist. She fucking sucks. She is in the airport. Saeed asks her to watch his bag, which, by the way, you're not allowed to do at airports, at least for sure now. Uh, like they'll literally say, "Do not ask people to watch your bags." Interesting. If someone asks you to watch their bag, report them immediately. That's I've what, done that. Ooh. Not reported. I've asked somebody to watch my bag. Oh, okay. I was like, damn. <laughs> I am not a Shannon in this scenario. You guys can imagine Madison being like, sure, I'll watch it. Hello? Hey. <laughs> um, they haven't even made it five feet away. They <laughs> like, just see you still there at Starbucks. Like, the fuck? Yeah. Interesting. Uh, I didn't know you could do that. You yeah, so do that. Boone gets, a Boone couldn't get first class. He tells Shannon and pointedly says, one day you'll appreciate everything I do for you. <laughs> She's like, definitely not. Can't imagine that because he's dead now and she does. Um, <laughs> and then they leave Saeed's bag there and just start talking about other shit. And she's like, betcha I won't be a bitch. And he's like, <laughs> or whatever. I don't even know why she says. Well, because he's like downplaying her ability to like take care of herself or like have any power. Oh, yeah. And, watch this. and she was like, oh, yeah. Well, blah, 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 blah. Doesn't this make guy. any sense, though. Well, she, she she's saying that basically she's threatening him that she'll do something that'll that'll fuck him him over yeah and he's like i'm not scared of you You can't do anything he's like oh you don't know what i'm capable of and then she just like pulls this random innocent person under the bus and Mm. she just turns around like see i'm a cold-hearted bitch that's right okay that makes a little more sense and boone's like okay (laughs) he's like arab i don't know 
I just just look for the Arab guy. <laughs> the Arab guy. I mean, he looks like a great kisser, but I don't know that for sure. Yeah, like stupid and sexy. I don't know. Yeah, stupid. Stu- he looks like he could reveal mysteries. If you had to ask, okay, give bring me bring me a sketch artist. Okay, sketch artist one. He's stupid looking. Number two, he's sexy looking. <laughs> <laughs> Number three, I bet he cuddles. He's a great big spoon. And three, he's great with his hands in more ways than one. He feels like. And he looks like. <laughs> Naveen Andrews? <laughs> Andrews? Another mystery of the island revealed. Put a little, put a little love of torture in his eyes. <laughs> Perfect. But uh, in like a Fifty Shades way. Oh my God. <laughs> Back in the present, Saeed is going over his gadgets for the boat. Like this one gadget. will uh, catch fish for you. This is a, just a fillet knife. This, one, this is a Bluetooth speaker. This is a Game Boy Color. Here's what it can do. You've got blue, you've got yellow. They've each got 75 Pokemon. <laughs> he gives them a flare. There's only one shot. This is the mom one spaghetti. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> we call this the mom spaghetti. Mom spaghetti. Uh, Russo and company arrive at the Black Rock. The Black Rock is a pirate ship. What? My In my notes, the Black Rock is a fucking pirate ship. Shut the fuck up. We just got to swashbuckling territory, folks. <sighs> Could not be more excited. Arg. Arg. Are you ready to Arg. enjoy the show? Back in the past, Sun is bringing coffee and such for Jen at the airport. Uh, and like there's some racist people watching like uh, divorce rates, 80 percent below ours. She's like, can you imagine if I was nice to you? And, <laughs> and then at that moment, son spills the Could coffee. Could you even imagine if I wasn't a complete insufferable C word? Does she like spill it because she can understand English? And she's like, I think so. Initially, when combo. I when I was seeing yeah. this scene unravel, I was like, oh, and in the coffee spilling happened, I'm like, oh, Jin is going to like, or excuse me, Sun spilled the coffee intentionally to get Jin to go away. That's what I thought too. And then I wanted Sun to be like, clap back at Interesting him. how you guys are saying this and I can speak English. Mm. But then she never does it. And part of me is like, oh, she probably doesn't do it because then they're going to like talk to her in English more when mm-hmm. her husband gets back. I think she's when just she a really m- meek person. Yeah, I, I, I mm, thought she too. just she spilled it because they they frazzled her yeah. in the moment. Oh, Agreed. I thought it was intentional. I, I wanted that to be the case. Me too. Yeah. Where it's like, he clap was back. Like, yeah. Get him. Listen, Betch, uh, I love my husband. He kills people. You want me to tell he him said, that you're talking shit? Your husband only lasts 30 seconds. Mm. Oh. That's what I wanted her to say. During sex, if that's not clear. Good night. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, showed, we showed them guys we dragged this random couple in laws yes yeah uh but they don't uh they're just talking shit because they don't think she speaks english mm-hmm. yeah back in the present son approaches jen and gives him like a little book that she's made for him uh it's english words well it's it's korean words but like with phonetic english spellings i think is what it is right yeah, she's using the Korean alphabet to phonetically spell out English words to help him better be equipped on on the to raft. So like, there's Michael. aft, port, bow, starboard, eat. Yeah, yeah, poop. Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> <laughs> Sawyer's on that boat. He needs to know that word. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, and at this moment, yeah. he apologizes to her. Oh, this woman says so cute. that he's still going because he's going to save you. Right. Oh. I'm going because I have to save you. And he says that he's there because he's being punished, which becomes a theme, mm-hmm. which is something I alluded to. This is another one of those moments I was talking about. I, I said a few weeks ago, it's interesting that everybody here seems to be 
have a penance to pay, right? And you were, Steve was like, hmm. Interesting. Mm, never noticed Interesting. that. <laughs> and then, yeah, he says that he loves her. They kiss. She asks him who will keep him safe. And he's like, Walt, he's special. <laughs> uh, it's such a good scene. That's so sweet. Yeah. I love it. Love it too. It's two of my favorite characters. Mm-hmm. And this is where I was crying. Same. Because <sighs> I love so love. Everyone's putting their messages in the bottle again and saying goodbye and shit because they're about to head out for probably a short period because they're very important characters on the show. Uh, <laughs> Michael hugs son. Awkwardly. Uh, he does. Yeah. yeah she's awkwardly. like, I don't know if this is okay. Uh, but he's like, yeah, I'm doing it. <laughs> I'm committing. He's, he's going in. Saw your looks. Uh, like has a farewell look at the beach. The only place oh, I th- the he's one- had any peace, I feel like, in a long time, maybe ever. But also, I think he's sad that Kate's not there to I say goodbye to him. He's got no one to say goodbye to him. Uh, There's all these people who are like, oh, we're going to miss you. We're going to miss you. But no one's doing that no to Sawyer. Sawyer. In and fact, the one no person- one on the ref wants him there either. Yeah. And yeah, the one person on the beach that probably or probably would say goodbye to him is not there, Kate. Well, She's out and looking Kate for alludes to like, Wondering where he is previously before they go on to the jungle. Yeah. Because she's, I think she also is wanting to say goodbye to him. So there's, there's like some acknowledgement that both of them wanted to like there's, say bye to each other. There are two rafts passing in the night. Mm. Misconnections. When they get home and get on <laughs> Craigslist. Like, <laughs> there are two rats passing in the night. Rats. Oh, I thought you said rats. No. <laughs> I'm like, like New York City rats just no. like passing by each other. Like ratatouille? Like, <laughs> no, it's like a, it's a ship's passing in the yeah, night. Yeah, yeah, I get it. I get they're building, Come on, man. They're building Sorry. a raft. I, I liked see, it. I see. I, I do like the one moment of Claire, sh- like, Showing the baby to Jin because he was there. And oh, he yeah. was like, that's my little baby. <laughs> What's up, buddy? <laughs> a- What's up, no name? A-A-Ron? A-A-Ron. How do you say it? Uh, <laughs> everybody, yeah, they're all saying goodbye except to Sawyer. Uh, and then they move to launch. And Vincent, uh, terrible dog sitting by Shannon. He immediately gets away and, and swims off into the ocean. And then he has to white fang him. He has to white fang him. Get back, Vincent. Get back. Go. Go get. Starts throwing bananas at him. I liked this moment. Enjoy your life. (laughs) Live your life. Make sure that pregnant lady don't fall down. (laughs) And then we get the pillar of lost, uh, uh, pillar of black smoke. Uh, One more shot at that. It tilts up and then lost. This episode was sponsored by BetterHelp. Folks, it's 2024. What does everybody do in the new year? They make resolutions. They set goals. How about we don't do that? I mean, you can. It's obviously nice to have goals, but it's also a good exercise to focus on things that you like about yourself. You know, not making all those high pressure goals that you might fail at and just feel worse. You can set smaller goals. And I think therapy can be a good way to access things that you enjoy about your life and focusing on the positive, the gratitude. And BetterHelp is a good way to do that. If you've never given BetterHelp a try, it's therapy that's entirely online. You can do it all from your home and access a therapist by filling out a questionnaire. And if you end up not liking that therapist, you can switch. Again, along with the theme of this ad, uh, no pressure whatsoever. They're not going to have their feelings hurt by it. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. Celebrate the progress you've already made. Visit BetterHelp.com slash streaming things today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash streaming things. 
It's the month of February, so you know what time it is. It's time to thank our patrons, every single one of you that helps keep the lights on at Streaming Things. Thank you so much. But we want to give a special shout out to our super patrons, and here they are. Thank you to Stanton Valentino, Madelstat, Bryce Coppin, Susie Callahan, Anthony Corona, Sunshine, Huckleberry Cauliflower, Ashley Hazen, Mike from New Hampshire, Brett X, Emily Scarano, Will Tickler, Svento 7, Jay Scramo, Bloff Pump, aka Ashley Ray, Wendy O'Laughlin, Jason Hawkins, Big Butthorn, Conrad, Kaylee Sampson, Rabbit Dog in a Barbie Car, Charlie Friday, Alexis Adler, Peaches, Emmy, Haley B, Joe Velez, Michelle, John Collins, Amber McVeigh, Amanda King, Trisha Bueller, Sun Loving, Mortal, Suzanne Road, Lauren Waller, Jen Robinson, Kalisha Reeves, Aaron Armstrong, Kevin Strother, Ashley Powers, Stephen V, Casey McCain, and of course, Enza. And with that, let's get back to the show. Exodus Part 2, Episode 24 begins now. Everyone's leaving. Claire's losing it. <laughs> Which I get. As per usual. She's trying to pack up the baby. They're all going to the caves to hide and wait for Jack and the dynamite. But as a new mother by herself, I mean, this is tough. And, the, yeah. and, and even at home in 2024, it's tough. And yet Claire's by herself on an island. The nappy's wet. I'm out of nappies. <laughs> Sorry. I like like different lingo. That's funny to me. Can't have the nappies. Do I this without diapers? Oh my God, that'd be crazy. Yeah. I, always, I think about that a lot because I have a, a one and a half year old and I have a 10 year old boy. And every time I have a kid, it occurs to me that raising a kid anywhere pre 1950 would be fucking insane. <laughs> and my wife's well, always like most of them died and i'm like yeah i get it because like wow well it's just like the the lack like not having disposable diapers to me is crazy because like back then you would just re you would just wash we try reusables every time we have a kid it's tough yeah you change a lot of diapers yeah when duty. my w- i was eight when my brother was born and so i would like help like change him and stuff and i just I couldn't even imagine having to just like reuse the same three thing, like three reusable diapers over and over and over. Well, they poop so much. They do. And like they get these horrible rashes and stuff yeah. from like shitting their pants all the time. Can you imagine like dark ages, 1600s, even 1800s, even what are you going to do? No There's idea. no aquaphor. There's no desitin. I guess they had their own. Creams. I'm sure they had their own like holistic. Put a little cocaine on it, you know. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Put a leech on it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like let the dog lick it. I don't know. Yeah. No wonder everybody. Their was mouths an are asshole. cleaner than ours. Just right. Like, <laughs> yeah. Science. Who are you? So wise. But only do it when science. the sun is at the west, mm. and, the, at and, the, and the and the winds blow towards the east. Mm. That is when the spirits leave and that the is body. When Mary Poppins comes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And watches the child. She brings a spoonful of sugar. <laughs> Helps the medicine go down. Uh, yeah, that's just what I was thinking. But anyway, she's upset. Charlie wants a gun. <laughs> He's like, Claire's out of diapers. She's freaking out. Give me a gun, Saeed. Time to get strapped. Uh, Saeed's like, no, you killed a guy. And he's yeah. like, yeah, who deserved it? Give me another gun. Next guy who deserves it, I'm there. I'm the only one on this crew put motherfuckers in the dirt. All right. That's who you, you need me. Suck Shannon can't shoot for shit. No. No. Uh, you just keep torturing everybody. You stabbed a guy. Yeah. Give can Claire, we talk about that, Saeed? You stabbed a guy. Give Claire the gun. Ooh. Hot take. Hot take. Give I like her the it. Give the gun. 
Sounds like <laughs> she's, she's got the baby in one arm. And I just literally instantly pictured Honey Bunny from Pulp Fiction. Oh, yeah. yeah. If any of you motherfuckers move, I'll execute every last motherfucking one of you. We're That's just packing clear. up for the caves. What are you talking about? I need diapers. Um, Give me a nappies. Give me the fucking diapers. <laughs> meanwhile, at the pirate ship. Uh, I, from this point on in my notes, I call them the, the pirate peeps. Nah, nice. That's not a bad, that's that's not a a bad move. One. That's good. Uh, they're looking for booty. <laughs> Luckily, Kate's there. Yeah. <laughs> I like the joke that Danielle makes because they're all kind of like dancing around the fact that there's a fucking ship miles inland. Yeah. And everybody's like, so are we going to talk about it? And then Danielle's like, are you on the same island as I am? This shit, shit happens every day. Shit's weird. Yeah. Well, ours tries to like say, oh, it was like tsunami. Tsunami. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. But we're not acknowledging. They also didn't acknowledge the fact that like it is in perfect condition. Like the boat. Not yeah, perfect. It's in really but it's like condition. in really yeah. good condition. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's also some other things about the boat that it would go a for a lot weird. on eBay in its current weird. shape. Right. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. And then blows the Titanic out of the water. She leaves. She's like, I don't want to be here. I told you I'd take you to it. I didn't say I would like hang out with you guys. You're not my friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look at these scratches. These are clearly humans. Right. And Locke's like, that's fair. I noticed that. And he says, don't worry. I'll lead us back because Jack's upset. He's like, how are you going to, we're, we're stuck here. <laughs> <laughs> and Locke's like, I got it, man. I'm I didn't, I didn't take note of where we went. I tied we yarn the whole the way shore here. the whole way. <laughs> How are we going to get back? <laughs> and then Hurley and Arts decided they're not going in the boat. They're just going to hang out outside. I love how Arts is like, I, I didn't sign up for ghost ships. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely didn't. That's funny. I'm going to hang out with Arts, man. Uh, lost. And then they're going into the ship. They find manacled skeletons, a slave ship. Oh, no. And, and like, uh, of course, Locke knows an inordinate amount about. They like, definitely came slave from Mozambique. Roots. Yeah. <laughs> Must have been headed is, to a mining colony. Yeah. Which. This is when they stumble upon the boxes of explosives. And I'm Round like, about, yeah. I'm like. Those look spray painted on there, like the explosives. I'm like, when did the ship set sail? Because I just was like, that doesn't make sense timeline, timeline wise. During slavery time, I would imagine. Right. But like, why is there spray paint on the thing? It was a branding. Hmm? Maybe they like branded the box. They, put like they a, had paint. They, just didn't, have, they didn't have aerosol, like, did they, they had have paint. Like, but they had like the army stencil look during mm-hmm. that time. Maybe. They could have had stencils. Very inter- interesting. Yes, I know. I'm sure they had stencils, but it's just like the the word, like the font that they used was very like was it, modern. It was papyrus. In, it was impact. Huh? Papyrus. Papyrus. You know what you did. You know what you. You did. know what you did. The I, font papyrus. Oh, okay. It just it looked like oh that box of explosives came from a more modern time than the pirate. You're attacking the set degraders. Maybe I kind of am. <laughs> Maybe this pirate she's ship is. She's very there. serious about the pirate ship decor. I right? am. She's like I spent my life. This is my life's work. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> just that's all I'm saying. I'm with you on this. I'm with you on this. I just had to point that out. It's not. It's not good pirate That's how decor. I contribute to the show. Yeah, we got a pirate expert here. Exactly. She and she's angry. Lost. Arr. If you're doing pirate ship, you gotta make sure you're doing it right. It's not these details. These small details it's aren't gonna fly. Important. They make yeah. or break the show. They yeah. do. All right. For me. Outside arts this boring Hurley with his life story, the story of his third wife. Uh, and I'd love this. I, I alluded to it earlier, but this meta element of him being like, you people think you're the only ones that matter. Oh, main characters. OK. Uh, <laughs> oh, the fearless adventurers, you know, like we're some of us are losing weight, Hurley. 
Like you think Jin catches fish for everybody does not, you know, and he's like speaking for all of the unnamed characters on the island yeah. in this moment. It's it's awesome. Do you think Sawyer's extorting people for everyone for kisses? He's not. No, I've tried. <laughs> I've tried to barter with him. I, I've I've left other books around the beach, like hoping he would get interested in it and ask me what my price was. Yeah. I dropped Sea of Ruin three feet from him. <laughs> Didn't even blink. Trying to get him turned on. <laughs> And seeing this pirate ship, it brought all the pain back to me. It's all coming back. I'm not even gay. I'm just lonely. <laughs> porn is porn at this point. Yeah. Uh, we have needs, Hurley. <laughs> Hurley's just so like, what? What? Dude. So uh, they decide that they want to, inside the boat, they decide they should open the dynamite outside. Locke agrees. Um, and then, yeah, this is when it cuts back to Hurley and them. And he's like, why are you still fat? And then right at that moment, Arts freaks out. About the box. Whoa, he sees what are them. you doing? What are you doing? Whoa, 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 wait, drop wait, it whoa. slowly. And then he tells them that uh, the dynamite sweats nitroglycerin in 90 degree heat. And uh, Kate, give me your shirt. Uh, <laughs> come on, princess. Me. Literally me. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for being the one to jump on that grenade. You're welcome. I got you. <laughs> uh, and then he slowly extricates a stick of dynamite, wraps it in Kate's wet shirt, and then like... Uh, gestures with it too he, quickly he, he and grabs fucking the explodes. He grabs, yes. Fucking arts blows up. And we got pieces of arts that flying was, everywhere. That was so funny. And it's because it's like, it wasn't unexpected, but it was like a little expected. Like, it was. I just, they they kind of threw they me made off him. because there was this whole conversation about how, he, how he's a recurring character and like how he's, he's at convention and people in the discord were like, I met him at conventions and stuff and had him signed. You know, mm -hmm. I was like, arts must be in like all of season two, you know? <laughs> And so no. I was like, well, <laughs> yes. See, I didn't have that context. I just was basing it off of the just how he was presented in the show. Mm -hmm. And I was like, he's kind of a goofy character anyway. Yeah. If he was to blow up, like it just adds on to the fact that like this is just a goofy character that just fucking blows up. <laughs> yeah. And they really make a meal of him like dressing and he's like dressing down these characters like you're all idiots. Yeah. Literally with Kate. I know every yeah, literally Kate dressed down. And, but he picks up like the the sweatiest stick of dynamite he could. It was like it was less stick and more goop. Yeah. And he's like wrapping that shit up and they're really stretching out this like him telling him what it is. And then he it crescendos with this explosion when you think he's done. God. Uh, oh God, it's so, so funny. And then later later on when Hurley has the amazing line of dude. You've got arts on you. <laughs> Jack, who's a, so a surgeon. Yeah. Back in the past, um, we're back at the coffee spill. I think it's the only one of the only scenes in the past we've seen twice. Um, and then Saeed is being freed from the security after Shannon's prank. Um, Jen's in the bathroom washing the coffee off of himself. Um and the dude's like, let me get more paper towels. And then we find out quickly that he speaks Korean. He works for Papa. Uh-oh. It's son's dad's employee. And he's Daddy. There. He's following him. He says, you're Daddy gonna, in law. You're going to take the watch to California and, and you're never going to be free. You're always going to be his bitch. And he wants you to know or you'll lose her. You're going to lose her. Mm. Cut to right after you'll never be free. Jen, free as fuck in the <sighs> ocean. Just living the high seas, in man. The hair. Doing his own thing. Looking like Daniel J. Kim on the he ocean, should, which is he should say, be the next amazing. Jack Sparrow. I'm not, I'm not disagreeing. Daniel Day Kim. Uh, mm. You are without doubt the worst pirate I've ever seen. But you have You are without. Me. But you have The best pirates <laughs> I've ever seen. 
Saeed is being, uh, that's the note I already read. Dense free in the ocean. <laughs> uh, and then we get the line, how's a place this big never get discovered? Ha! Um, Sawyer like, hey, it'd be a good place to build a resort. Mm-hmm. And then he starts singing Bob Marley and he and Michael Bond. Is that Bob Marley? Isn't there a movie coming out soon? There is. It there comes is. out on Valentine's Day, Shameless plug. But it's weird for them to know that in 2005. Yeah. I mean, you These need- are some really good writers. Are you guys seeing Bob Marley One Love on Valentine's Day? I don't know. I don't know if I'm. I'm not seeing it on Valentine's Day. No, but I am gonna see it because it looks. I'm great. going to see Madam Web. Of course you would. I love it. Honestly, <laughs> I'll go with you. With the dune, right. with the dune popcorn bucket. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I hope so. I don't know if they'll be selling it that early. Mm. Uh, did you get tickets to the Dune Part Two early screening? No. You tap out on that. Not yet. I got. There, there's some things I got to figure out to make sure I can go. Mm. <sighs> You got to prioritize your life. Is what you got to do. All day, every day with your life. (laughs) I'm going to throw this microphone at you. (laughs) (laughs) It's attached. Um, And then everybody's still packing up for the caves back on the beach. Somehow it takes a long time. Shannon's got like six suitcases and the dog and she's struggling. So it's like, what are you doing? Leave the makeup. (laughs) Uh, But turns out that's Boone's stuff. And she's just still in the depths of grief. uh, And that's what's going on with her. And then Saeed does a... I can't carry it for you, he says but I can carry you. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Come on, I've got a, a expedition to lead. Potatoes. Back at the exploded arts site, Kate checks on Hurley. Like, hey, you doing okay? That was kind of that was kind of gnarly. I've killed some people, but you probably haven't. And he's like, no, that was that was crazy. It's messed uh, up. He just exploded right in front of us. And then Locke and Jack uh, go to grab another stick. They need three sticks. At first, then we find out later he wants two sets of three sticks. I wish this this would have kept happening where we, we need two sticks for the dynamite. Okay, well, we should carry three just to be safe. All right, we'll do three. But we should also get six, so it's like three on you, three for you, just for safety. Okay, fine, six. six. Actually, we should do 12. Uh, <laughs> just take all the dynamite. Actually, let me walk back to the base. We'll get everybody. Everyone well, can everyone carry three. Hold. Yeah. Actually, let me go back into the boat. There might be more there dynamite be more. we can grab. We get this great scene between Locke and Jack where... He's fucking with him. Locke doesn't fear death. He believes the island will protect him, I think is the crux of this scene. But also, uh, it's funny to me. He's like, you ever play Operation? <laughs> and Jack's like, I'm a, literally a surgeon. <laughs> but he doesn't make that, you know, he's yeah, just like, yeah, yeah. yeah, I played that game, you know. <laughs> yeah. And then Locke uh, tricks him. You know, what, a, what a dick. You like to play games, John? Yeah. Yeah. You know, like he doesn't back down. It's this very tense. Yeah. Uh, well, they're, I feel like they're starting, or at least for me, I'm acknowledging, okay, Jack is starting to like not respect Locke. He's scared of him. Yeah. He, he sees him as a threat. Yeah. Uh, which yeah, becomes blatant later on this episode. This whole back and forth, it, it has completely different meanings, I think, for the two characters. So Locke thinks he's just being, uh, Funny, sociable like coy. a little funny he's like oh i'm bonding with you by like joking around and being super even keeled but it's f- scaring jack because he's like oh this guy he plays games he's a loose he's, cannon he's a loose cannon he's a zealot uh he's worried yeah well to me i'm i feel like Locke is living in this in this mindset of immunity because he you know he went through this very crazy thing where now he's able to walk like this very miraculous event happened. And he's seen the monster. Yeah. And like he's he's more in tune with this island than everybody else. And so to me, it feels like Locke almost feels like 
yeah, I'm safe because I have a better understanding of what's going on, whether it's true or not. I think it's just affecting him like with how he's interacting with other people. And maybe he was doing much better at hiding it before, but now he's like, he's verbally acknowledging it with Jack and it's like freaking Jack out. Cause Jack's like, what the fuck are you like imagining right now? Um, but yeah, no, I think his faith is shaken in this episode in a really cool way. Yeah. Yeah. Locks. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Um, Charlie makes a Bjorn. Yeah. And is it really called a Bjorn? Mm -hmm. That's what he calls it. I'm pretty sure it's what that's called. It's like a baby sash thing. We got, we had one. We don't use them. Uh, (laughs) A papoose. But (laughs) it's a baby, it's a baby carrier. And she's like, Claire's like, I guess the scene is supposed to read differently than I took it. Cause it looks like she's like, Oh, thanks. Uh, (laughs) Like doesn't like it, but I think she does. I don't like that color. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And Danielle is really into that baby. She wants to hold the baby. That's so weird. Because Charlie goes off. I would um, like to see the baby. She tells him she wants, Danielle tells him she wants to see Saeed. And he's like, oh, okay, I'll go get Saeed uh, and, and leave her alone with you because you're a super safe person. I've known you for a couple yeah. hours. You have a gun. What could you're go mentally wrong? stable. Uh, and then Claire sees the scratches and has a jolted memory of that she is the one that scratched Danielle. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if this is a lost and found. I mean, or, or, do, or have you guys, well, Steve, you know, but Madison, you put together. Did she escape Ethan and them at some point and then run into Danielle? Like, I, how I mean, did that happen? Right. Like, I, I'm sure that is something that will be uncovered in Another season Mr. two. Yeah. Um, I would like to, I want to root for Danielle. I want her to be a likable character and just have the odds be against her in terms of like, she's lived on this island by herself for 16 years and like, you know, mm-hmm. everything that we as the audience are interpreting is like, oh, well, did she like hurt? Claire, like, I hope it's like, that's not the circumstance. Um, but, um, I don't know. I, I don't want to say that she's the one that like kidnapped Claire and like is in association with like Ethan and the quote unquote others. Um, so maybe it was just Daniel was trying to help Claire and you know, Claire was like freaking the fuck out. And so she just scratched her, but I don't know. I like to think that Danielle is not, not maybe a she bad. freed her. Maybe she's the one that rescued her. Maybe. Yeah. I don't think she's with, I think it's guaranteed she's not with the others because they took Alex. Right. Yeah. Um, but it, I, she reminds me of, did you, did you guys watch the walking dead when it was a good show? Mm-hmm. Like preseason? Uh, I seven? watched the first two seasons. She reminds me of Michonne. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cause you remember the first time we met Michonne, she had like two zombies on leashes and yeah. a sword and that's it a was good, like, and that's a cowl. A good, and it was just like, what the fuck? That's a good comparison. And I then like that. After a few seasons, she's just like an, a, a normal person. Like, yeah. I'm just making Campbell's soup, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and I think that she gives off those vibes. Like she could be a recurring normal character eventually, but just yeah. like a badass one. Yeah. Uh, but back in the past, Charlie's tearing apart his hotel room uh, about to get on the flight. He's got uh, a lady friend there and lies to her because he's looking for his dope. First off, you would definitely know where that shit was as a, as a former addict, but whatever. He's, he can't find it. He lies to her about the dope being gone. That's definitely a thing. Uh, there, there is a funny thing about this episode where she's like, where's the dope? Where's the dope? And he's like, oh, we use it all. I have champagne. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. If you want a little buzz, it's something. And, she, and I like that she, she takes she the champagne. Takes it, yeah. Which is, again, accurate. Like, it's better than nothing. Yeah. Uh, better than being sober. But she catches him uh, holding it. I don't know why he, like, started playing with it when she went in the bathroom. That was a rookie move. Uh, <laughs> and then she attacks him for it. They wrestle. And she's like, you're fucking pathetic. Um, yeah, you're both pathetic. 
And then she leaves. He's there like, still got my dope, but I do feel pathetic. Um, hey, it's the tiny victories. Yeah. We cut back to the present. Claire's head is bleeding. Danielle had taken the baby. The baby. Um, and then Sa- Charlie hits Saeed. Oh, my God. Oh. <sighs> when Saeed force choked Charlie, <laughs> I was like, oh, whoa, that's some badass shit. You right were like, should have been me. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> let me just close my eyes real quick and imagine. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I love He's basically just like, ah, uh, no, do not hit me again. <laughs> I fought Saeed. It's so cool. Your, bro, little, your little baby like... fists will anger me. <laughs> I hope I'm like Saeed when I grow up. Oh, God. <laughs> but he says, I look, I, we got to track her down. I know where she's going. Right. Calm down. We could waste time placing blame or we can go get the baby. <laughs> we can waste time. Me choking you out. Yeah. Or we can go get this baby. I mean, Charlie's like, I, I mean, you're already here. <laughs> Might as well. Choke me a little harder. Yeah. Locke says, uh, we cut to the other crew. Locke says there should be two packs of three dynamite sticks in case someone blows up. Very matter of factly. Uh, and that's where we get the line from Hurley. You got some arts done, you man. Uh, and then Kate wants to carry the dynamite. Jack says, absolutely not. And Locke is like, look, guys, we don't have time to say play who's going to die and be a hero. Let's just draw straws. And Kate's like, I'm cool with straws. I like straws. I put them in all my drinks. <laughs> <laughs> Back on the boat. Michael's telling Walt about the transmitter and the radar and how they work as they try to turn it on for the first time. Every hour, they're supposed to bleep on the radar uh, and see if there's any nearby. (laughs) Sawyer's reading all the letters that everybody wrote. Yeah. Yeah. I I love that for him. And he, one of them is, it's clearly Hurley's because it's like, uh, I bequeath $160 million. Who the Hugo and has him $160 million? Yeah. (laughs) He reads about Tracy banging Steve, (laughs) even though she's got a husband. Ooh, like he's just having a good time with all the tea. I I love this ongoing joke because he's like, Tracy's banging Scott. And they're like, dude, Scott's dead. Dead. It's Steve. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, He likes Steve. And then he's like, I didn't write a letter. I only wrote one letter and it's to the man I'm going to kill. And (laughs) And Walt's like, Walt's 10. Walt's like, you're going to kill somebody? Why are you going to do that? Uh, so they have that this whole little exchange. So funny because he like Sawyer's talking about like some real serious shit, and he's talking to a kid who's literally doing the why, <laughs> why, <Yeah>. why, why. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but honest, there is no good reason. You know, it's kind of profound. Excuse me. Said uh, says that Rousseau is running for the black smoke, and that she he surmises that she's going to want to trade the baby, which he's he's spot on. Um, and then Saeed does give Charlie a, a gun for a baby. <laughs> he gives Charlie who's like 16 now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and he, you're not even my mom. Like when she gets him back, <laughs> <laughs> you never even taught me how to drive. Like Ethan did. Alex uh, and Walt can have parent trauma. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They hang out together. Where yeah. is Ethan? They're so stupid. They never trust us. I can't even believe you're like my real mother. This is a lot to take in. A lot. <laughs> it's Travis. Oh, Where's all the babes? Where's all the babes, mom? Shannon, hello. What's your deal? I like your dog. I could be like a brother to you. Said <laughs> 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 uh, gives Charlie the gun again. He's like, seriously, don't shoot anybody. Don't make it personal. Just torture them. And Claire, <laughs> I won't wink. And then Claire runs up. She wants to come. And they're like, you just no. had a baby a couple of days ago. You're going to slow us down, right? Uh, and Said's like, you're too emotional for this operation. Um, and she looks at Charlie and she's like, Get Aaron back. <gasps> I wanted him to say, who's Aaron? So bad. <laughs> Just hey, confused. Aaron. Who's Aaron? Hey, We're going Aaron. after Turniped. <laughs> That's right. Back in the past. Back in time. Walt is not talking to Michael at the airport. He's playing his Game Boy. Um, 
And then so he goes to, to call his mother, Michael does, and says, Mom, I can't do it. I never planned on having a kid. This wasn't part of the deal. I don't want the kid. Maybe he, you can take him. He sucks. He's terrible at video games. He's been on the same level for two straight days. He's trash. He's no son of mine. He watches the lame Power Rangers. <laughs> I just picture him like saying all this stuff, like looking back, like noticing Walt's there and it's just like continuously insulting him. Like, yeah, oh. he fucking sucks. Like, he doesn't even look like me. Like, what? Oh, Walt, you heard that? Oh, <laughs> sorry. I didn't know you were standing there. He's not supposed to be mine. Yeah, Walt hears the whole thing, and then he's like, I'm out of batteries. Uh, damn, what a scene, though. It's got to hurt. Back mm-hmm. in the present, Michael offers to let Walt drive the boat. What could go wrong? Uh, and he, well, there's a cool scene between Walt and Michael at this point. Yeah, why like didn't your this. mom stay together? Uh, and why didn't you come see me? Your mom didn't want me to. She thought it'd be better for it. But he doesn't like shit on her, right? That would be yeah. wrong as well. Mm-hmm. It's just a complicated kid. you know. But then Walt throws him a bone. He's like, she was wrong. And yeah. Michael's like, Oh, I'm going to choke up right now. Um, it's very sweet. But then at that moment, the rudder hits a log and breaks off. Sawyer takes his shirt off and jumps in for it, swims to get it. Very important detail. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> that, well, it <laughs> is for plot reasons, but also <laughs> we all, we all, everybody. <laughs> he was waiting. To, he was waiting to take that shirt off. <laughs> and he's he got like, that man bond thing going on and ooh, shit. The high, pony, <laughs> the high pony. I'm like, oh. What's up? He do be piratey right now. Put his, put your glasses on. Shiver me timber. <laughs> And then he he does successfully rescue it. But Michael in handing him a shirt back right as they have a moment like, good job, buddy. You saved us. You are useful. Your, your dad was wrong. You have value. Uh, he finds this gun. Mm-hmm. And he's like, here, you're going to get a sunburn. But he's like, why do you have a gun? Uh, I believe in the Locke and Kate are putting their dynamite backpacks on back at the at the ship. Uh, and there's a moment where Jack lays out the plan. No, we're going to walk this way and do this. And Locke looks at him pointedly, yes, sir, in a way that I found a little like, I don't know why you're bossing me around. I keep telling you that. Mm. I'm not your bitch. Uh, I love that moment. And then everyone arrives at the cave. Finally, uh, Shannon stares at what I think is Boone's bed or where he died, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And Son comes up and she's like, he died bravely. And Shannon's like, you told me that already. It was a really important scene in episode 21. And then Saeed. Actually, Saeed told her via son. Oh, that's right. So he was like, son told, like me, a- son told me to tell you that he died bravely. And now son's like, I don't know. Saeed actually delivered my message. <laughs> he never confirmed if he actually told her how that. great my English is. It's also his <laughs> second language. I better tell her myself. Um, but, uh, but then son asks, because you had that conversation with Jen, do you think we're all being punished here? Uh, mm-hmm. And then there's kind of a profound and then Claire's it cuts to Claire. Nar. No. <laughs> no such thing as fight. No. Mate. Charlie and Saeed are still chasing Rousseau. Charlie falls behind. Saeed! I'm Saeed! And he's like, I'm over here, buddy. And so they, <laughs> Let's they, rest for they, a moment. They rest at the plane full of heroin. And Charlie's like, hell yeah. It's like, I know I'm never, really cool with this chase right now. A bunch of heroin. I, I love the shot there. I love that there's a dolly zoom, but I've never seen a dolly zoom at that steep of dutched, an angle. It's like a Dutch almost. Yeah, it's like a real Dutch up high angle Dutch ang- uh, dolly zoom. And I never quite seen it like that, but it worked really well. Oh, Where he's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, that would be impossible. Where it's like resist. on his head. Or on him. Yeah, he's yeah. looking oh, down okay, at okay. his realization yeah. of the heroin. Yeah. Charlie's having this like really serious moment, but they have the shot of Saeed like, like, yeah, it's a lot of heroin. <sighs> yeah, they really, 
ham it up with mm. that. Yeah. What could well, go wrong? We should get going, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll leave you to it. <laughs> yeah. Did Saeed not know that he was an addict? I can't remember. I don't think anybody does. I don't think Saeed knows. I think the only people Jack and who Locke? knew were Jack and Locke because they kept it a secret. Mm. Well, technically Hurley knows. Because yeah. Hurley knows everything. But then everyone should know if Hurley knows. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, Hurley and Locke are talking about what might be in the hatch playfully. Is it Twinkies? You know, this is pre-Zombie Land, so the, the Twinkie joke would would have landed. And then Locke's like, I love Twinkies. That's why I hung out with Boone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he needed more cream filling. Oh. He's <laughs> come. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Sorry. Um, Any hoozle. <laughs> but then Hurley's like, no, nah, man, seriously, like, what's in the hatch? I know it's not Twinkies. I was fucking around. And Locke's like, Hope. And Hope's Hurley's inside. like, whatever. Who's Hope? <laughs> yeah. Who's a guy named Hope now? Uh, and then they hear a bird screeching, like like a fucking ah! Colbert report. Hurley! Yeah, and it flies away. <laughs> Hurley! <laughs> that's the end of the episode, right? Like, a dark, whoever named this dark territory was a genius. Mm-hmm. Lost to be continued. Which brings us to the highly anticipated Beach Please. Beach Please. Episodes 23 and 24. Beach Please. That was the bird at the end. Yeah. I should get that on the soundboard. Beach Please. And it flew away into the the sunset. (laughs) (laughs) I like your version better. Thank you. Uh, Yeah, Beach Please is the part of the podcast where I give you guys little facts, tids, bits mm. about the episodes we just watched and we got some to get through today guys uh some of these we touched on before but first up michelle rodriguez we talked about her before she plays anna lucia you may know her from everything she's been in the fast and furious movies she was just recently in the newest dungeons and dragons movie that came out last year i think mm-hmm. machete avatar battle los angeles and so much more resident evil mm. michelle rodriguez is in a ton of stuff playing michelle rodriguez typically uh according to a a special feature on the season two dvd the scene which is weird that it's in the season two dvd because this is about this episode Mm -hmm. but uh the scene where vincent is swimming out to the raft uh and and walt's white fanging him apparently that scene is not in the script but it was thought of on the day by the director of the episode jack bender go jack bender because there is an extra there's not an extra. There's a crew member in that scene. You can see a crew member. Oh, there are like six crew members. You can see. You can I see probably cam- just thought they were extras. You can see cameramen with cameras yeah. standing on the beach. Well, there's a shot where it's like uh, Vincent is in the low uh, left corner. And then you have the boat that's kind of like up center top screen. And then in the very like side corner, you see just this black figure. And I'm like, that's a crew member. That's literally somebody on the crew in in the scene. Well, since you bring it up, yeah. So in episode 23, seven minutes and 54 seconds in, a cameraman can be seen on the beach filming the survivors launching the boat. At 749, a cameraman can be seen on the raft just behind the little metal cabin filming. Uh, at 40 minutes and 48 seconds and 4125, you can see a cameraman floating in the water, like just also filming. And, sloppy, uh, sloppy. And at 40 minutes and 56 seconds, uh, you can see a crew member with a megaphone, which I think is probably who you're talking about, Madison, directing uh, the actors on the beach. I uh, never catch this, though. I'm terrible. I'm, I'm just like in all the time. I'm a continuity huh? fiend. I'm all up in it. 
I'm now, not I'll a schmott nerdy. I'll be honest, I only caught one of these while we were watching, like in the moment. Uh, but when I did research, it was like, here's screen grabs of this guy, here's screen grabs yeah. of this person, here's screen grabs of I this mean, person. I mean, to the untrained eye, I mean, I went to school for that kind of stuff, and continuity was like my thing. I loved that. Um, so I'm just naturally looking for it in general. I only found, I only saw the one. I mean, it's a pretty chaotic. Yeah, you environment can, anyway. There's launching a boat people. into water is something you want to try to film as like yeah. you can only do that so many times in a day. Exactly. So you want as much coverage as possible with all the cameras yeah. you can to get that moment. So I totally get why. Yeah. Yeah. It's also kind of like fun when there's yeah. when there's crew members in the scene because you're just like it's it's yeah. it's fun. They hide them well enough to like you said the the untrained person isn't going to really notice it. <laughs> But for people who are into it, it's kind of fun. Like, mm-hmm. where's Waldo? There he is. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Uh, Walt was watching Power Rangers in, at the beginning of one of these episodes. He was specifically watching Power Rangers SPD. Uh, let me. So here's the thing. So the Power Rangers SPD stands for Space Patrol Delta. Mm. Uh, it is the 13th season of Power Rangers and is based on the 28th Super Sentai series. Uh, Tokuso Sentai Deck Ranger. The, the initials of the title stand for Space Patrol Delta. Um, the funny thing about this is this series, Power Rangers SPD, debuted in 2005. Oceanic Flight 815 took off on September 22nd, 2004. Meaning... He's got screeners. He's got screeners, yeah. Like <laughs> like the people are like, Walt, you're special. <laughs> You've got an internet following. Everyone or he's this. using his... <laughs> ESP to watch it. That's true. Maybe yeah. Yeah, maybe he manifested yeah. it. Yeah, he's watching in the future. I like that. I like that mm-hmm. the best. Um, in the flashback where Sawyer's talking to the detective and they're like, oh, you got in a fight with Warren Trust, the Minister of Agriculture and Fishing and, Fishing and Forestry. Warren Trust was the actual minister of, <laughs> of that position in the Australian they government. They did their research. From 1999 oh. to 2005. So they reference a real obscure politician. But he got vacated from office in 2005 for but this bar fight. they fucked up the font in the pirate ship. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. It's Madison's fine. not salty about that at it's all. It's fine. Salty like the ocean. Whatever. Star Wars fans might have loved the little Star Wars Easter egg that they wrote in with Michael and Jin. There's a scene before they launch where Michael runs up to Jin and goes, no, no, no. That one goes there. That one goes there, which is a direct quote from Han Solo and Chewie from The Empire Strikes Back. There's also a direct Han and Chewie reference in the next episode. There is. I loved. Mm -hmm. That's a funny joke. I missed both of those. Wow. The this actually. So uh, a listener wrote this in. I don't have your name in front of me. I'm so sorry, Carl. Um, but this is a, this is Frank Carl. Uh, a listener wrote this in. So Leslie's last name is Arts. We all know this. Arts is actually the German word for physician or doctor. So the character's name is literally Doctor Doctor. <laughs> Give me the news. <laughs> That's funny. In the airport flashback, where Sun brings the coffee to Jin, uh, the woman behind her who's being really really mean. At one point, she says, look, it's memoirs of a geisha come to life. A really crude insult. Fun fact, though, Yunjin Kim was actually approached to play the lead role in the 2005 movie adaptation of Memoirs of a Geisha. Interesting. But declined the offer. Hmm. So kind of a fun little, if you know, you know. Huh. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, Madison brought this up when Jack and Anna Lucia are in the airport. They discuss their uh, uh, seat numbers. They are, of course, numbers that are part of Hurley's winning lottery ticket number, 48, 15, 16, 23, and 42. Part one of this episode uh, is ranked seventh in the list ranking of the 
rankings we've been referring to. So this is the seventh best part episode. Part two, much lower. Part two, actually, so again, this ranking that I'm re- referencing considers episodes 24 and 25 as uh-huh. one. Mm-hmm. Uh, because that's how they originally aired, yeah. was all in one. We're just doing it a little bit differently. I know I can already hear people, they probably already sent the email by now, but they're like, uh, actually, uh, uh, these, these were released at the same time. We know, but it works out better for our coverage to do it this way. <laughs> uh, okay, so here we go. In an apparent continuity error, Art's claims in the previous episode, episode 21, that they're on the cusp of monsoon season, even though there is an absence of continuous torrential rain, uh, which is indicative of the monsoon season actually approaching. And when people addressed this and brought this up to the producer of the show saying, hey, why is this the case? Uh, they answered a, a question on this on a podcast called uh, Lost and Missing Pieces. <laughs> the producer just said, Arts is an idiot. And they are actually, uh, in, in another episode, they reveal that Arts was lying in order to launch the craft as soon as possible. And that's something that's not in the show, but it's something that the director, or the, the producers have kind of like said is something true about that character. And also when Arts is telling them the history about the discovery of nitroglycerin, he says like, the man who discovered it blew himself up. Uh, the man who discovered nitroglycerin is, um, I'm going to mispronounce this so incorrectly, Ascanio Sobrero, uh, he did not blow himself up uh, discovering. He actually survived uh, his, huh. his research. So pretty much everything that Arts ever says and like uh, implies in the show is completely wrong because as the producers say, he is written to be a total idiot. And that concludes this uh, episode's edition of please. <gasps> I love your frantic effort to try to say it differently each time. <laughs> yeah, it's on the fly. I panic a little each time. <laughs> oh, Ooh, I like that. That was good. That was good. <laughs> Which brings us to our uh, one of our final episodes of Mile High Club Moments, our top three favorite moments of both episodes 23 and 24. You can only pick three. I've got four strong contenders. I have so many. Yeah, I wrote down four contenders and I had to whittle them down into a three. Oh, you should whittle. You should whittle. <laughs> you should whittle them down. <laughs> whittle them down. Madison. No. What is your number three? Uh, my number three. Hold on. Let me look really quick. Um, the reveal of the pirate ship is all three. Moments. Honestly, that one. No, I won't do that. Saeed force choking Charlie is probably Ooh. his number three. That's my number three. Um, just solely on the fact that it was just really hot. That's literally <laughs> it. That's my number three. It did it for you. It did it for me. Mm. Steve, same? No, surprisingly <laughs> not. I should have had it up there for sure because it was stupid sexy. Um, no, my number three moment is just the the classic line, dude, you've got some arts on you. It's mm. <laughs> good one. Such a funny line. Such a fitting end to that character's journey on Lost. Mm. Summed up by Hurley just... <laughs> Kit, what's your number three? I'm. It's from episode twenty-four. I do love dynamite operation. That moment between Locke and Jack. But I'm going to choose Arts exploding. <laughs> that was fucking awesome. There's it's some shocking, really emotional right? stuff that I'm putting above that. But yeah, I love that. It was so much fun. Because, like, there's no sad, like, fuck that guy, you know? But it was so fun and, and surprising. surprising I, I like it when it's, like, again, it wasn't 
it was unexpected, but it wasn't at the same time. And that's what I liked about it. Like we were starting to get to know this character, but he was just so goofy that I was like, he's not going to make it. Long. Oh, of course he fucking blows up. We need somebody with some lines to kill. <laughs> right. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, raise this, the tension and stakes of these dynamite. Yeah. It's like a, it's to make it a little more because Joanna Boone's the only like character character to pass away so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, uh, that's my number three is arts exploding. Madison, your number two. My number two is when uh, Sun and Jin apologize to each other and make up. Uh, Sun, more specifically, giving Jin the the phonetically written out uh, Korean words to uh, so he can learn them in English on the boat. It just it was a very like it was a helpful like she's still like there for him and is still thinking about him, and then for him to like apologize. It was just like a full circle moment for them to reconcile before he leaves. And usually that foreshadows a death of either of those characters um, in movies or TV, um, which I hope is not the case, but it was just a very tender, sweet moment. And one of the more sweeter moments of the two episodes. So I think it deserves to be on mile high club, mile high club moments. Steve, that's my number two as well. Ah, Ah, it's yeah. It's just a great moment between these two characters that, you, I love love, and I know they started off the season. Hey, back away, Chris. <laughs> I love love, uh, I, and they started off like so contentious, and you're like, oh, is, 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 like he's he's abusing her in some way, mm-hmm. and then you find out more about them. But these two characters have so much great chemistry. Daniel Day Kim and Yeonjun Kim have such great chemistry together, and when he starts crying, like, oh my gosh, it, like it kills me because he's like, I'm being punished. You don't deserve this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to save you. And then she gives him a little like little Rosetta Stone for yeah. for ship shipping. And it's ah, I love those two it's so, so much. It's so sweet. It's so sweet. Yeah, that's my number two. That's my number two as well. <gasps> we, we all, all everybody. Number wow. two. I love those characters. This moment hit hard. And I, I love that they kind of resolve this. It's It's sort of like the the Sawyer beats that we used to get about him having what they needed and being coy about it. Like you get exhausted by it. And I think it's time where we're like, we need Sun and Jen to just talk again. We need to move past this. We get it three or four episodes. He's mad that she speaks English. We get it. Mm -hmm. Uh, But so it was like relieving from a plot perspective, but also just uh, these characters are so well-written and so developed that it just, it felt so right. Uh, and we know what a softy Jen is and how much guilt that he has uh, mm-hmm. and the fact that he's been not being petty by building this raft this entire time, but also like I was mad at you, but I really think this is the best thing to actually save you, which is why I'm doing this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love it. Love it so much. It hits so hard. That's Very my number sweet. two. Madison, your favorite moment of these two great episodes. My favorite moment uh, has to be when Sawyer is telling Jack about meeting his dad in the bar. Um, it was... You know, I, I think the reason why this scene uh, supersedes like Sun and Jin is because those two characters are very prominent in terms of the community that they've made. And like it is very well known that these two characters butt heads a lot. Um, and for there to be this camaraderie, this like respect moment where Sawyer is like giving Jack this relief of like, hey, by the way, like, you know, this happened to me. Your dad actually feels this way. Um, which I'm sure, you know, he never told you. Like, it was just very, it was also very inner perspective of of Sawyer to just, to recognize that Jack 
clearly doesn't have closure. And so is taking that initiative to give this man this closure, even though, you know, he could have, he could not have and just kept that to himself. But he was like, no, I want to give this guy uh, the closure that he deserves. And it was the first scene that I uh, like truly was like getting teary eyed at. Like, usually I'm not, usually I'm not a crier, but I was like, this is actually really cute. It's a very sweet moment. <laughs> but that's my number one. Steve? That's my number one as well. <gasps> Me too. We are Look at us. We thought we were going to get there. Fucking fantastic. Two moment. episodes and we still got to wheel yeah. everybody on the I mean, number they were one. They the high, high point. Number I, one and number two. I really yeah. wanted to include Walt giving Vincent to Shannon. Yeah. yeah. That was, I had to include Arts Exploding. Yes. Yeah. I, yeah. Think, I, I <laughs> yep. think there's a lot of like good moments in this um, that we could have we could have. Dude, used. that was my exact four. The, really? Yeah. We the same Vincent, four. Yeah, Vincent and Shannon where it was on there, and I just ha- I was like, no, I have to give the arts thing. It's so funny. The <laughs> operation was on there for me. Uh, Sawyer reading the letters on the boat was one. Uh, them exploring the ship because Avi pirate would have Avi. And then I also kind of liked. Then fucked up the font. It would have been on there. He, yeah, it would have. <laughs> Uh, what about did. the font of Blackrock on the back of the boat? Did you take that? I did. Yeah, that was that's what made it weird. Yeah. I'm like that's that makes sense, but that the explosive font didn't. It looked mm. it looked like like army militant like spray paint. Mm. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. Be all you can be. Did you want to say anything about the Sawyer moment that Madison didn't expound upon? I I mean everything you just said. I we we I think I said my piece on it. It's just two great actors. They have really great material, and there's a lot of catharsis. Catharsis. I know people have a pet peeve about people making fun of other people misspeaking on podcasts. I've I've seen that memes of like, but that was funny. It was. <laughs> no, it was. <laughs> I just want to say uh, real quick that I, I think that Sawyer's Southern drawl, um, and the way that they wrote the scene. Like literally the way he delivered it had more impact for me as well. Like, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I met a doctor. He was drunk as shit. And <laughs> doctor's son was a doctor, you know, and then at that moment they cut to Jack. It was really well edited. Like yeah. everything was perfectly done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the beats were very beating. God, the beats were beaten. The beats were beaten. The beats and were I beaten. was too. <laughs> no. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I caught that one halfway out of my mouth, and I think if I halfway, it came out fully. Yeah, but I I think if I had committed, it would have been better. Um, Which brings us to perhaps more difficult choice. Oh yeah, nominating our passenger princess, our favorite performance of the two episodes, Madison. What you thinking? What are you going to do? This is so, the so I, arts. I, I, <laughs> I think we are going to not have a we all everybody, but I, I, have, I, have, I have my two lists pulled up and uh, one, there's one character that I have on both, both lists. So I feel like I need to choose this one. Hmm, very practical. And it is uh, Sawyer. Uh, Josh Holloway. Josh Holloway. Um, I... Felt the need to put him on both lists. So I guess that's, uh, I thought that he, I don't know. It was just the moment with Jack was very emotional, his delivery, but also there were some moments of contention with him, with Jin and Michael and having to kind of beat those odds of like proving that he's worth his, he's worthy to like be on the boat, to be with them, to be at their level. And then he, you know, is having those moments with Walt on the boat. Like it was just, a lot, a lot that he had to 
to deal with. So hence why he deserves the passenger princess. Agreed. Steve. Yeah, this, like we mentioned, this was a tough one. I actually have three names that I would be, I would love to give to either of these three individuals. Uh, They are Naveen Andrews, Josh Holloway, or Daniel Day Kim. Those Mm. are the three performances I enjoyed the most out of these two episodes. And, um, you know, the more we talk about that scene with uh, Jack and Sawyer talking about his uh, Christian, meaning Christian at the bar, the more I think of it, the more I'm just like, I'm going to give it to Josh. No way. Hell yeah. We all everybody. We We all everybody. everybody. (laughs) Yay. Wow. I had no, I only had one name written down. That was Josh Holloway. Nice. Nice. Um, Nice. I, I really feel like it's, it's interesting to me that because Jack is so occasionally annoying, uh, like they set him up to be the protagonist of this ensemble kind of right. Kate is, is wonderful, but so frequently mishandled. Um, and Sun and Jen are wonderful, but don't have enough screen time that I've begun in the last five episodes or so to just really feel like Sawyer is main character energy. I agree. Exuding it. You know, he just feels like my window into this world. And he's got my kind of thing, like this anti-hero kind of vibe mm-hmm. that I go for. Uh, the extremely flawed character that, anyway, that's that's an aside. But I just think it's fascinating that the first few episodes I would have never believed anybody who tried to tell me that Sawyer kind of becomes the main character. And obviously there isn't one in a show like this, but it just mm-hmm. really feels like he is, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, fantastic performances and, and really like an emotional keystone, I feel like in this finale, this three part finale, but yeah, Steve, what made you choose Josh out of all those things? I mean, just that one scene just did it for you. Ditto. Just everything you guys said. It was really the shirtless scene. Let's be very clear. Yeah, let's there. be clear. I'm not gonna I mean, lie. Chopping that bamboo, I was chopping. thinking I got some bamboo for you. And bud. he dove into the water and he got mm. even more wet. Mm. Mm-hmm. And there's something I uh, I think this is an understated thing about the 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 sexiness of Josh Holloway. Sure. If I can be so bold, be so bold. I gotta I gotta tell you, him in his reading glasses, reading pretty hot. He it looks is. like that uh, front desk lady in Monsters Inc. Mike Wazowski. I'm reading all the letters in the bottle. (laughs) I feel like I'm in Monsters Inc. right now. (laughs) I'm at the office. Which brings us to the end of this episode, our lost and found segment. One mystery was solved, and that is what is the Black Rock? Ah, Mm. true, true, true. Solve that one so we can take that off the list. Do do we want to add how the boat get there? Is that petty? I think that's. Yeah, we'll you want to add how how the Black Rock get there? How the Black Rock get there? Okay, I'm writing it down. Um, Is there another one you want? Why did Claire <sighs> name her baby Aaron? <laughs> that might be petty. Bring <laughs> Chad back. <laughs> I think that might be Charlie. <laughs> I think that's it for uh, Lost and Found. Lost and Found. Unless you guys have any more? No, okay. no, no, no. Tune in Wednesday for our breakdown of Interstellar, Christopher Nolan's film from 2014, and Friday. The finale of Lost season one. It's a big deal. It's going to be the whole shebang. Thank you for listening. Email the show at streamingthingspod at gmail.com. But tag for Steve's eyes only for Lost spoilers or other things. And also (laughs) follow us on Instagram, Twitter. You can support the show at patreon.com slash streaming things or just by rating, reviewing the show and telling your friends about it, sharing on social media. Thank you so much for simply listening. We love you. That's all the time we have for right now. We've got to go return some videotapes. My name is Kim. My name's Madison. And I'm Steve. And this was Streaming Things. 